Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. We are helping dental assistants get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Jules and I have been dental assisting for a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. (laughs) What we're doing is we're going online. We're finding that some dental assistants are running into humps with their team, with their dentist, with the career field. We are dissecting them, pulling out those pearls, and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Today's episode is powered by Zen Supplies. It's the next generation of purchasing dental supplies on an online platform where all of the products from any distributor are in one place. You get to compare prices and products and have complete confidence in your distributor and your ability to monitor all of your supplies and your purchases, right? It's never having to feel that feeling of running out of supplies and you get to minimize the time that it takes for you to do your orders. This way you can focus on the million other things that dental assisting jobs come with. If you guys want to learn more about Zen Supplies, visit www.zensupplies.com. Well, hello, Miss Jules. How are you? Good morning, Miss Rhonda. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. How's your week so far? It is good. It's busy. Although, you know, yesterday the schedule fell apart, so that kind of stinks. I mean, I don't like sitting around and doing nothing, so, you know, you have to find things to do, you know? So, I don't know. It's just, uh, stinks sometimes. Like, there's only so many times you can clean the autoclave or maintenance the CREC or, you know, all that type of stuff. How's that's your week, though? That's when you get the get your coat on and you go do some ground marketing. There you go. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> and we're in the middle of nowhere, so I don't know who I would go to. <laughs> you go to the retirement home and just hand out toothbrushes. And there then their go. families we are, are going to be there. The event. We, were, we were getting our stuff together. We do a community event at the local school where they have, like, people that are health professionals in the community come, and we pass out toothbrushes and coloring books and and make a big day and we have a raffle for a water pick. So we usually get one or two new patients, but my area has like no growth right now. And, and it's just for the only dentist in 20 mile radius. So it's kind of, you know, it's like a blessing and a curse, right? So there's no competition, but there's also no people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. But yeah. There's no competition. We are our own competition. And the average house sale is like one house every three months. Wow. Maybe six months. So it's interesting how it doesn't, it's not growing right now. So, but it's okay. It's good. It's a cute little practice. I love it. How was your week? It's good. Um, so I've got some patients that are coming from like two and a half or three hours away today. Yes. So, you know, cause we're airway focused and I've, you know, since I'm part of the marketing package, I've literally put us everywhere that, you know, letting patients know that, you know, we're more of a, a natural approach, like, and it's working, like these people are coming, it's a whole family and they're coming to look up, um, you know, what services we provide with the ALF and, mm-hmm. and the NLAs and just more, you know, like 
or body centric, you know, osteopathic work and stuff like that. So I'm super pumped. Like I got all their packets ready. Like that's what I've been working on this morning is making sure that I got all my paperwork ready to go for their exams. I'm super excited about it. Cause like nice. that's the stuff, you know, when somebody is proactive on their health mm-hmm. and you know, they've done, you know, their homework on the front end literature and reading and all this other stuff. And they're like, okay, you know, there's gotta be something out there for my family, you know, especially the kids, like the grownups. I mean, we can do certain things, but with the kids that are still in that growing phase, like I'm super pumped. That's great. And it's a great service that you guys provide. And Rhonda will be speaking on airway at the next dental assistant national conference. We're going to make her speak on airway and how the assistant can be part of the airway management. Yes education, 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 guys. Like seriously, there's so many things that you can see that start in the mouth mm-hmm. and you know, it just, it just, it will blow your mind. All of the things that we've seen and you've been in there, you've been with the doctor doing that comp exam and they're like scallop tongue, anterior wear, uh, patient has high anxiety, like all of these things. Like if you just educate yourself, you see the connection. It's clear as day. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is so cool. And you know, like just being out in, in the public, like talking to the parents when their kids are have recurring, you know, sinus infections and all these things that you're like, okay, you need to have your child come to my office and get an airway exam, period and dot. And, and it's a fun part of your job. It's so fun because I get to delegate it so much to do. Like, it's so fun. I know. <laughs> So do you have any posts this week? I do. I do. I do. Let's get right to it. I have a great post. It's from the Dental Assistance Worldwide group. And it's an anonymous post that Mr. Hatfield posted for us because sometimes we just don't want to air our dirty laundry, but we want some solutions, right? So has anyone ever had their doctor's license revoked? If so, what was your experience? Do you have to testify them or talk to the attorney general? How did it affect you being able to find another job in dental? Wow, that I've never been a part of that. That seems like I would be doing exactly what that poster is doing, but like, what's going to happen? Like, (laughs) the the thing is, one, we don't know what state they're from. We don't know kind of the situation and what happened. Um, So there can be lots of varying out comes of why one why was the license revoked was it malpractice was it illegal billing was it um did he commit a felony outside of dentistry like did he you know um you know in trouble gun you know there's child you know pornography i just saw that there was a dentist in in Jersey, they had it his on his computer. So there's lots of reasons why his license can be revoked. Um, if it's pertaining, it sounds like it's pertaining to the dental office that she might have to testify. Well, you're part of that. And that's what us dental assistants have to realize is that we are part of that experience and that we need to make sure we are documenting things that happened. We are doing and billing things that are legal and that happened. So if you do 14 DO, but your doctor says, oh, it's a DOB, and you know damn well that it was a DO and not a DOB or an MOD, those are things you have to speak up because you can ultimately be held responsible too. Um, If you don't know, like a lot of your legalities, 
you know, go to the state dental boards where you're, you're living and look at what they expect out of documentation. Um, I worked in a practice where we had to go before the board and it was a patient complaint. And we learned a lot about our documentation because you can't abbreviate. Our state did not want us to abbreviate anything. Everything has to be spelled out because they don't know if PA stands for periapical or PA, your PA, your mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. You know, or because no, you have to read it. Thing was WNL. A lot of hygienists use WNL, which means within normal limits. Um, the dental board told us it could mean we never looked. So you have to find out the legalities and always make sure that you're doing your scope of practice. So if you're doing things that are not in your licensed or registered scope of practice, then stop doing them. So you need to protect yourself too. It's scary. Do I think it would hinder someone, myself, getting another job? No, not unless you were charged with the crime too or had your license for dental assisting revoked. You know, um, you could just put that, you know, you moved on. You know, if it's in the paper, people are going to know. So if you go to another job and it's a local community, they're going to know that you had to change jobs because the dentist got his license revoked and he can't practice anymore, unless he hires an associate, whatever. But do you really want to continue working there if those things are happening? So you really just make sure you're always taking care of number one first, because it is your career. It is your money bank, right? It's to help support your, your financial life. So you have to make sure you take care of yourself first. Yeah. So. Ethical guys live ethically. And that mm -hmm. includes not helping someone break the law. That includes right. knowing the law so that you knowingly don't help them break the law. Right. <laughs> and, it, it, and if you don't know something and you're unsure and it happens, reach out to somebody. There are tons of people, especially on the insurance end of things. There's a Teresa Duncan. She knows a ton about insurance. She's on forums. Get in other forums, you know, and ask questions like, is this legal? This happened. You know, like I said, your state board of dentistry has a lot of resources on there and a lot of laws and a lot of things that dentists take oaths to and need to know about. So you can read them and know about them yourself. Like dismissing a patient. You can't just not give the patient their records because they have a balance. That's illegal. You have to give them their records, turn them over to collections. You know, there's all these laws that protect the patient too. So just do a little research you know, it's okay. As long as you're not getting in trouble, you know, it's, it's like all those people that are in the, in the paper for all the, um, OSHA violations, or they've now spread HIV or they've spread H, you know, H, um, hepatitis, you know, that's still the dental assistant should be held accountable for that because they were doing the unsafe practices too. Yep. And they didn't want to change it or they didn't walk away or they just didn't say, this is not okay. We can't do things like this. Yeah. I'm not wiping down that handpiece doc. It's not happening. Okay. Yeah. We dropped the ball. We didn't get everything turned over in time. You're, you're going to have to figure something out because at the end of the day, you can't just be a people pleaser. You have to protect yourself, your patient, your doctor, everybody. Yeah. yeah. And we do have an oath and we do have, you know, a, a lot of ethics and stuff too. And we have to maintain those. Like I said, if you go to another state and in one state you could, you could fill teeth and, and you go to another state that you can't, don't be doing it. Right. Just because you could do it in one state doesn't mean you can do it in the next. 
or just because a doctor tells you it's okay to do, research. We always research things and it's hard. It's hard because you know that they're paying your paycheck and it's, it's, you know, but it's an ethics thing and you have to, in your gut, if it doesn't feel right, it's not right. So just walk away. Yep. Yep. So, so good luck to her. She'll be okay. Get a resume together. (laughs) It's going to be a tricky challenge, you know, especially Mm -hmm. if, if at some point you didn't write something down that you were supposed to. Yeah. Um, in the notes. Document, document, document. All right. It's always important. So So I've got one. one? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this one, uh, came out of the dental assistance worldwide group as well. And the member posted question. I'm working in the state of Florida. I've been to four different dental offices this year, helping out here and there. Some offices date stamp their sterilization pouches before placing them in the autoclave Mm -hmm. while some do not. Is this a state regulation or more of an office preference? Jules, take it away. (laughs) Well, it's part of the CDC regulations um, and their guidelines. Um, And yes, they're supposed to be date stamped. And if you have more than one autoclave, which autoclave they came out of in load. So we do date, load, and autoclave. So we have two autoclaves. So it's A1 or A2, and it's the load for the day. And we keep a log. So I keep a daily log of what, how many loads we run, because if one of them airs, then I can always go back to the last one that didn't air. And then at the end of the day, I just kind of shred it. But we keep a monthly log of our spore testing because you should be doing spore testing weekly. Okay, we do it weekly. Um, but yes, all your pouches, your cassettes, remember your cassettes have to have an internal and external um, indicator that they've sterilized. And if you're not using them, you have to use them. Um, but yeah, they have to be dated. And I believe, I believe, I think it said six months. Right. And it's so. not just Florida. Okay, guys, <laughs> this is not a state by state thing. This is right. CDC and OSHA. Like these are guidelines that we all follow. Um, and you know, you can't have one without the other, right? If you're going to do sport testing, but you're not, you're not, um, noting on your pouches, like you said, mm-hmm. sterilizer, run number. Well, and especially number. if you have two autoclaves and you don't do, you don't mark them A1 or A2 and you pull stuff out and it was aired and you throw it in a pile of, you know, sterilized instruments to be put away. How do you know which autoclave it came from? Then you have, you know. You'd have to re-sterilize. And, if they, and also, if they come out wet, they are not sterilized. They need to be repackaged to find out why they're coming out wet. So there's a lot of guidelines on the CDC that you can read. They have a lot of things that are very um, user-friendly and reader-friendly to put it, lays it out for you. And OSAP. OSAP is a great organization that has it all laid us out for us dental assistants. So yep. you can really, really know your stuff. And it's not okay, like we said before, like with ethics and law, just because the office does it that way doesn't mean it's okay. Yep. We have to protect ourselves, our patient, and everything else that it encompasses. So it's really important that um, we buy, and if you don't know, then figure it out. You know, like get some, get on those websites and start doing research. And there's tons of free information out there there's tons of people that will help, you know, so. Yeah, and it's like, it's just proof that this group works. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, these people are, they're getting all kinds of great feedback, you know, just like you were, you know, the, the guidelines and where to look and who to learn from, like we're mm-hmm. literally banding together. Like it's freaking amazing. <laughs> and, there, and, and if you're, you know, just new to dental assisting and never been trained and you're at an office, the best thing you can do for yourself is take an infection control course. And there's tons of free ones everywhere that you can learn all about infection control. That is the number one thing that people need to know about in a practice. If you never worked in dentistry and you're getting thrown into chair side or you've trained on the job or, you know, you can grow and you can be an amazing assistant. It's just having the right tools in place for you to know the proper way to do things. Yeah. Especially with infection control. Yes. Cause it goes right back to that whole idea of like, Oh, I just read this article about this business that got shut down because they were spreading hepatitis and yeah. HIV. well, and I wonder how is, that happened. If Sally Sue <laughs> at the office has bad habits and never had infection control. It's going to funnel to Susie, the new assistant that has never worked in the dental office. And then she leaves that office and she goes to another office and her bad habits go with her. So we have to stop the chain and break the chain of all these bad habits and have everybody learn the new great habits that should be out there, you know? Yep. Especially for the younger generation of dental assistants that they want to stay in this field. There's a lot to learn and a lot we can fix to make it better for them. Yep. So. Until the robots take over, guys, it's all on us. Oh, gosh. <laughs> robots. <laughs> I don't think they could suck spit like we do. I don't think so either. <laughs> uh, you know what? Speaking of like the next generation of DAs, I got to sit down with a class in uh, Tennessee this week. Yeah. And it was so exciting. Like, you know, I'm like, what do you, what do you guys like most about assisting and, and what type of practice do you guys want to work in and what kind of questions do you have? Like, I just, I love that stuff. Like, I just love seeing somebody that hasn't you know, they haven't started their career yet and they're still, um, eager and excited and they haven't been jaded. And I just, that energy is so awesome. Not that everybody's been jaded by no means, but I mean, some of us have been overworked and underpaid. So it kind of kills your, get them, go get them. Yep. Um, so, but it was really neat. It was really cool. It was fun. Well, and the the thing is, it starts with the practice that you work in. So we always have to remember that, that not all practices are alike. So the first practice you go to, it's not ever going to be like the next practice you go to. They're all different. They all have different personalities and behaviors and mannerisms. And it's like a melting pot. You know, they're all different. Um, But you have to remember that you don't have to put up with it. You don't have to stay there. You're not a tree. You can leave, right? So right. you can you can go wherever. And there's thousands and thousands and thousands of dental practices out there in the U.S. that are looking for amazing dental assistants. And if one's not the right fit, even if it's the hours, then find the one that's the right fit for you. Because this is a career that is so changeable that you can work anywhere at any time. I can go tomorrow and get a job at a different practice. There's so many ads out there for for dental assistants and they're looking for the right people. You know, they're looking for people that want to learn and they want to grow. And, you know, is it a shame that sometimes it's the doctor or the office manager or the hygienist or the dynamics of the team? Yes. But that's all stuff that can be fixed. Yep. A little bit of, uh, you know, team 
building modifications <laughs> and, and understanding everybody's role. Fix, you can't fix the people, so you need to fix yourself and walk away. But other than that, we're so lucky. I mean, I mean, Arizona's now adapting the idea that dentists can come and use their license there. Mm-hmm. But like dental assistants, we're so, I mean, even if you're certified or registered or whatever, and you can do certain things, but not other things, that doesn't mean you can't work in different states. Like we're so lucky. Right. You know, there's so much we can do with our career and there's so much more we can be. And, you know, you just have to want it. Gotta want it guys. And it's not a job. It's a career. It's a career. And put your foot down. Yep. You have a voice. Yes. Start speaking up. It's not okay to be treated like a doormat and getting walked on. That's not okay. Yeah. Nope. And that's what we're doing here. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a rock star and you realize <laughs> that, you know, I am a career woman, man, whatever you want to identify as. Shout out to our male dental assistants. <laughs> <laughs> and you matter and your opinion that's matters right. and your knowledge base matters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Well, Miss Jules, have a fabulous hump day. Yes, you too. I'm off to, well, I'm going to do a short interview for interviewing. Whatever <laughs> that's supposed to mean. <laughs> I'm going to put a video out about interviewing and what to expect, how to not have it suck. Nice. Because, you know, I'm not the best at interviewing. So, where can we find this video once it's done? We're uh, Dental Assistance Rock on Instagram. I'm going to put it on the IGTV and on YouTube, our YouTube channel. Yes. So, I'm going to go check it out. There. I'm doing it. Check it out. All right. Well, have a great hump day, Miss Rhonda. You too. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. As always, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have Facebook and Instagram, Jules Varney at Dental Assistance Rock, Instagram or the website or Facebook. And find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe, vetted place for dental assistants where we're connecting and sharing our stories and learning together as a tribe. At the end of the day, we only hope for you that you are a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today. And that starts by finding your people who are motivated to do better and be better. But until next week, keep on suctioning.